0: is the whole purpose for messiah manifesting he doesn't want to leave us in a religious state of mind he taught so that the things that he taught we were we were supposed to take and then apply those in our lives so that we can begin to live the abundant life that he said he came to bring and if we really ask ourselves and observe and be honest in our assessment, we have to come to the conclusion that we haven't lived that abundant life that he talked about. And the question is why? What's hindered us from walking in the abundant life? Or do we even understand what that means? When I think of abundant life, I think of abundance. I think of a life where it is stressless lack less (laughs) all my needs are met my body is functioning the way my body is supposed to function I'm at peace I'm at rest and I'm operating in the authority and power that he came to give if there's anything less than that then I have to acknowledge the fact that there's something in my life that is stealing from me and keeping me from walking in this abundant life that he came to give us Shalom, saints, and welcome to our verse-by-verse study of the Gospel according to Matthew. I'm your host and teacher, Arthur Bailey. Kingdom-minded living requires an understanding of kingdom authority. Kingdom authority is a source of power similar to but different than the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeshua was sent by Jehovah with kingdom authority, was baptized with the Holy Spirit, and immediately began his teaching ministry in the power of the Holy Spirit. While teaching the multitude of people in his first public ministry, Yeshua taught with kingdom authority, provided understanding, and distinguished his teachings from the teachings the people had been accustomed to listening to. Join us as Yeshua provides unique insight into understanding kingdom authority as he teaches those who have ears to hear. The message titled in this podcast is Understanding Kingdom Authority. So, let's study. So, we're going to talk about understanding kingdom authority. And, and here, you know, the Bible says, get wisdom, get knowledge, but with all you're getting, get what? Get understanding. When you understand a thing, you can properly apply it. So, kingdom minded living requires an understanding of kingdom authority. Kingdom authority is a source of power. We're going to, we're going to see that there's two words power in the bible one we know is we shall receive power when the holy spirit comes upon us but there's another power which is called authority and those of you who remember think about it yeshua sent the 12 plus 70 others out to do what preach the gospel Heal the sick, raise the dead. And they did this before any of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. In fact, the Holy Spirit had not come. And yet they healed the sick, raised the dead, just like he sent them out, preached. And they didn't have the Holy Spirit. What were they operating in? Authority. So there is the authority and then there is the power. The power that comes from the Holy Spirit and the authority that we are given by the one who came (laughs) and, and, and said, let me come in. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. When we receive the Messiah, we receive the authority of Messiah, just like those disciples did did before they were filled with the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, it takes you into another realm of authority. And so we're gonna look at these, these two authorities, these two powers, if you would. Kingdom authority is a source of power Similar to, but different than the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeshua was sent by Jehovah with kingdom authority, was baptized with the Holy Spirit and began immediately teaching his ministry in the power of the Holy Spirit. While teaching the multitude of people in his first public teaching, and you remember those of you who followed us, after he came from the wilderness being tempted for 40 days. He came in the power of the spirit. He went into a synagogue, began to teach, and that was his first teaching once he came out of the wilderness. He began to teach and he demonstrated power. He demonstrated authority. He left the synagogue and then he went out and began to teach. And there was a multitude of people, according to Matthew chapter four, that came from various places, from beyond the Jordan, from Decapolis, from the Galilee, from Judea, remember? And he began teaching them. And the first teaching we know of the Beatitudes, which the Sermon of on the Mount, which we're familiar with, he began to teach those who had taught before him, said this but i say unto you so what he was saying was different than what they had been taught and now they have to make a decision they will be charged to make a decision in this passage that we're going to look at today just as you and i are going to be charged to have to make some decisions what Kingdom authority is. Kingdom authority can only be given by the King of the kingdom. Your church can't give you Kingdom authority. Your Bishop can't give you Kingdom authority. Your Apostle can't give you, your Prophet can't give you Kingdom authority. Kingdom authority can only be given by the king. Kingdom authority is given to represent the king and the kingdom. Now for those of you I see you're taking pictures these powerpoints are going to be available all you got to do is register on our website and and you'll get all of these powerpoints so you know because you're going to be taking a lot of pictures if you try to collect these power and you'll have the entire power powerpoint which is why we encourage people to subscribe on our website as a matter of fact let me let me show you where they will be so you'll know where they are and they'll be there tomorrow now Um, let me see if I can find them. This is one of the challenges I have when I don't do the announcements. But if you go to the watch page on our website, you'll see that the teachings of Matthew is going to, this teaching today will be here tomorrow by 10 o'clock. And if you go to the website, you'll see that just as last week's teaching is there, Kingdom Minded Living, if you click there, you'll see the PowerPoint download. All you gotta do is click that button and all these PowerPoints you see today will be downloaded to your device. Now, don't let that stop you from taking notes because what you're getting on the PowerPoints is my notes. You wanna make sure that you're listening to the Holy Spirit as I'm speaking because he will speak to you. He will speak to you. How many of you believe that he will speak to you? If, if you don't believe it, I wanna challenge and encourage you to believe, because if you don't believe he'll speak to you, guess what? He's speaking to you and you won't even know it. I hear people talk about, you know, something told me. <laughs> something told you. It's like, okay, you better figure out what something is. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of somethings out there and you want to make sure that you're listening to the right something, and the right something is the Holy Spirit, right? So just deviated just a bit. Y'all made me do that. Well, I take responsibility for that. I did that. All right. Now I just got to figure out how to get back. There we go. So kingdom authority is given to represent the king and his kingdom. Kingdom authority is not given to us to build a name for ourselves. It's not given to us to make us some mighty one or some great one. Anyone who's operating in kingdom authority represent the king and his kingdom. Kingdom authority is for advancing the king's agenda, not ours say that again kingdom authority is for advancing the king's agenda not ours as much as i would like to have a mega ministry whether i have a mega ministry or not i could care a flying rip seriously why because it's not about building ministry in organization it's about building people The best thing that I can do for you is is not, you know, um, well, I'll tell you what, the best thing I can do for you is to help you connect to the king. Because if you connect to the king, you will not be dependent on me. I'm gonna tell you something, the only people that I want dependent on me is my children until they get a certain age. Hello? Because when they get a certain age, hopefully I've given them and taught them what they need to do so they become self-reliant and not looking to daddy. Now, for those of you who are taking care of your grown children, you need to stop, why? because you're making them dependent. Our role is is to take those children that the Almighty gave us, if they're his. How many people say, you know, God blessed me with a child. Well, if he blessed you with that child, that child is part of his kingdom. What's your responsibility? To teach them about the king. If you don't teach them about the king, and how to rely on the king, then they'll learn to rely on you. And you would be doing them a disservice. And many of us, our parents did us a disservice. You could say they did the best they could all you want. The fact of the matter is for many of us, our parents did us a disservice. And the reason why they did us a disservice is because they were taught things about church stuff instead of about kingdom stuff. We have an opportunity to do over. And for those of us whose children are out of the home, we we don't have as much influence over their lives as, as we desire, but whatever influence you have, make up for lost ground. Make up for lost ground. How do you make up for lost ground? If you fail to connect them to the king, then you got the responsibility, every opportunity you get to try to connect them to the king and to move you out of the picture. Kingdom authority is for advancing the king's agenda. Kingdom authority obeys the king. What kingdom authority is not. Kingdom authority is not given for advancing one's own agenda. Kingdom authority is not given for advancing one's own ministry. Usurpers try to use kingdom authority for their own purpose and ministry to exercise authority over people. Anybody who claim you as theirs don't understand kingdom. If you they member, If you're part of their church if you their sheep because they'll accuse other people of sheep stealing well how can somebody steal something from you that don't belong to you in the first place hello and don't think that everybody who go to your church is your member Oh boy, let me get back on track. While teaching the multitude about the kingdom Yeshua, about the kingdom Yeshua who came to bring the kingdom of heaven to men, informed the people to enter the straight gate and walk the narrow way. And then he gives a description and a warning about entering the wrong gate and walking the wrong path. One will lead to destruction the other to life. And this is what he said. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. That's the gate of religion. That's the gate of denomination. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And who came to give life? Messiah. So the only way to obtain this life is we enter in or we allow that the kingdom of heaven that he brought to enter in us. And so this works two ways. The kingdom come to us, and then we enter into that kingdom. Now, when the kingdom come to us and we enter into that kingdom, people talk about being transformed or, or being translated from, from, from darkness into light. The thing about it is that this, this darkness to light is where the word which is light now comes and begins to take its its place in our lives and it affects the way we have functioned and thought prior to that moment. Because now we have to filter everything through his word. We didn't do that before we were translated into the kingdom. We, 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 We filtered everything that came to us through our experiences through the things mom and dad taught us through the things we learned in the world and and if you're not careful people will be translated from darkness into light and have that same process of filtering information even to the point of filtering what he say through our filters instead of receiving the mind of Messiah, the spirit of Jehovah, and let him now begin to help us understand him so that when he speaks, we're filtering what he's speaking through the mind of Messiah that we've been given. Most people don't even know they've got the mind of Messiah. Many people don't think about the mind of Messiah when they are making decisions. And you have to govern, you have to question, you have to look at everything that you do going forward through his mind, which means that you have to be consciously minded of the Messiah mind that you've been given. Otherwise you'll find yourself leaning to what? Your own understanding. He said, beware. And and this is a tricky word because there's a lot of bewares in the New Testament, and they all don't mean or say the same thing. But in this particular one, this beware in the Greek is a compound word which means but and beware. Now he says, listen, enter in at the straight gate, but and beware. Why? The meaning here, but moreover, and then It means to be mindful of, be attentive to, to take heed of false prophets. Now, many of us have come in contact with false prophets and weren't aware that we were in the company of false prophets. We, in our society, if somebody can quote a scripture if somebody can 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 you know say you know Jesus or even use Yeshua Yehoshua whatever name they they refer to him as, because we make a connection to the word that we hear, we make the assumption that the person who speaks the word. Is connected. When a politician quotes a scripture, oh, that's a believer. Really? I mean, these are the kinds of connections we make. If they know a verse, if they know enough to quote a scripture, they must be a believer. Because only believers quote scripture. He says, beware. There'll be people who will be quoting scriptures. There'll be people who will be speaking in my name, but I'm not with them. Beware false prophets and get this. They're going to come in in sheep's clothing. In other words, they're going to look like you. They're going to sound like you. They're going to act like you, but their goal is to fool you. Now you don't know that they that's their goal because why would anybody go through that kind of trouble? Why would they do that? I'll tell you why they do that. Because you represent something to them and the more use they can bring under their power and under their authority, the more influence they have. People are trying to become influential. This is why young people want likes on their social media. This is why they want friends this is why they want people to follow them because the more people you got following you the more people you got liking you the more people who are subscribing to you the more influence you exercise and now you can take that influence and market it and people will pay you for that inch that influence this is how youtubers you know they're making a lot of money as youtubers you got TikTokers and Instagrammers. And they got all these followers, and these followers represent dollars to advertisers. And mega churches represent dollars to advertisers. I was conflicted, you know, um, and, and, and in prayers like, Father, don't, I don't want a mega ministry. But if that's what you want to do, then so be it. Because see, the more people you got looking to you, the more stress, the more issues that come with it. Moses Moses wasn't ready. Father tried to get him ready, but, but he wasn't ready. Moses was comfortable on the backside of the desert, tending his father's sheep. and you have to be you 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 have to be mindful see when you understand the calling of his kingdom and what he's calling you to then anybody who comes to me I'm going to point them to him why cuz I don't want you dependent on me I really don't I, I, I don't need the headache. And you know, people bring you headaches. They bring all their issues and they want to plop them down on your doorstep. And it's like, no, 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 no. The same Holy Spirit that has been given to me is the same Holy Spirit you have access to. The same king that I serve is the same king you're supposed to be serving. When I have a difficult issue, who am I going to go to? You? No, I'm going to him if you're having a difficult issue are so you gonna to come to me no you need to go to him so i need to connect you to him so you're not connected to me and dependent on me you become dependent on him when you become dependent on him then now we become comrades i know that i'm dealing with a brother or a sister who know how to connect and let me tell you something We need people in our lives who know how to connect. The more people we got in our lives who know how to connect, the more community we can have and the more safety we will have as far as seeking counsel in the multitude. So what do we need? We need to be connected. To who? Him. My children, I have to teach them, and I have to live and walk out and demonstrate. Remember, we learn more by what we see than what we hear. Education's The, the education arena understood this whole idea of repetition because most of us don't get it the first time or the second time or the third time or the fourth time. But when that instructor goes to the board and starts writing things out, now you not only have your cognitive mind, but your eyes, all is connecting and you're seeing that equation. You're seeing that problem being solved right there in front of you. So what are they tell- They're doing? They're not just telling you how to solve it, they're showing you how to solve it. This is what Yeshua said, y'all follow me. Because if he just had a classroom, without the actual live experiences for them, it would have been somewhat difficult. So he showed them, then they had the opportunity to ask him questions where they didn't understand. And he only had to focus on the areas that they didn't understand because the other stuff that they didn't ask questions for about was an indication they understood it. As they understood it, and then he tested them, go out and do it. Go out and do what you see me do, do it. He sent them out two by two, he sent them out, told them what to do, and they came back excited as long as they retained what he had taught them. If you aren't practicing what you are being taught, You're going to lose it. If you don't use it, you will lose it. He says, Beware false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Inwardly they are ravening wolves. A false prophet is one who, acting the part of a divinely inspired prophet, utters falsehoods under the name of divine prophecies. I'm going somewhere with this one. John the Baptist was the last of the prophets and Yeshua had not yet taught, discipled or commissioned any apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors or teachers. So here's what the people had. They had the Pharisees, the Sadducees and the scribes, all who had made name for themselves, all who made long prayers all who were authoritative in the fact that they were spokespeople and representatives of the Most High, they were all supposedly teaching the people and the people were afraid of them. Why were they afraid of them? Because they represented God. See, this is the power of a prophet. When a prophet, when a prophet speaks, people, people who, who desire to please the Almighty People who want to do what he says become reliant on the prophet and the prophet when they speak, the people obey. Why? Because they believe that the prophet is speaking for the most high. That's what they believe. I remember we was in a church service and one of the prophets was, was speaking to a woman and he was, he was prophesying. He stopped the prophecy and said, you know, how old are you? I guess like, a strange question for a prophet to ask. And the woman said, old enough. And you could hear oh, the people. How could she respond to him like that? This is the kind of authority prophets walk in. You don't. You don't. You don't talk to a prop. That person. It, they see things, they hear things, and they are held in a in a place of, of authority and power. And this is the power and the authority the priests, the, the 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 Levites, the Sadducees, the the Pharisees, and the scribes had. They had enough authority to put you out the synagogue, to ban you from the temple. The people were afraid of them because they didn't want to be kicked out. This is how the Catholic church have sway over people. They don't want to be excommunicated. You see, because if you associate your salvation to your church, to be kicked out of church is to be kicked out of the kingdom. This is some serious power, folks. When you enter the gate, Yeshua is saying, beware. Why? Because there will be others, some false ones, who will enter in alongside you. They will look like sheep. They will sound like sheep. But they will not be easily recognized as false. Why? Because they sound and look like you. You will only be able to tell them by their fruit. You will have to inspect their words and compare what they say to what is written. Now, this is how I'm interpreting this. Yeshua says, you will know them by their fruit. And then he gives an illustration. If you go to a grape vine, you're not going to find thorns. If you go to a fig tree, you're not going to find thistles. A fig tree is going to produce figs, a grape vine is going to produce grapes and if it produce anything other than you know something's wrong with that vine or that tree even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit now now this is a tough saying right here he says a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit now if you look at it from a A a tree perspective, trees, once they've gone through the process, when Father says, if you plant a tree, you allow it to go through its phases. You don't eat its fruit for for a certain period of time. And then once, once it goes through that process, you can now eat the fruit. The fruit will come to the tree. The tree will bear fruit and the fruit will be good fruit unless there's some kind of issue, whereas some pestilence attack the tree or um, bugs and animals get to it before you do, or it goes ripe and fall to the ground. But when you look at that tree, the fruit on that tree is gonna be good fruit unless there's some kind of outside influence. Right? Other than that a good tree don't bear don't bear bad fruit. Nor do a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Now, he he again it, it's tricky because false prophets get it right sometimes. But they are still a corrupt tree. No matter how much they get it right, they are corrupt. How many times do a prophet has to say, thus saith the Lord, and the Lord has not said? How many times? Hello? Once. Just one time. But yet people have been in the company of these false prophets who have said something and it didn't happen. And they excuse it. Excuse it away. Well, brother, don't judge. No, you better judge. Cause you're dealing with some corruption here and you don't even know you are dealing with corruption. And if you don't judge it, that corruption is gonna bring you under its spell and you're gonna find yourself listening to something you should have never listened to. Now, for those of you, you know, I, I, I do, I follow politics, but I don't get into it. I just heard a, an ambassador say, we never should have followed it. Well, why did you? Now people gonna attack the ambassador. People, people will attack All these folks who stepped away, who got fired, who walked away, who resigned, they'll attack. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. If the tree has some evil fruit, then that lets you know that the tree is corrupt. And there are people who ignore the corruption because that tree gives them something that brings satisfaction to their corruption. But I know. You know. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Can I tell y'all something? Our numbers have been decreasing. You know what's happening? Can I tell you what's happening? folks are getting upset they're getting bothered you think I care do you I really don't care and you can get mad and gnash your teeth and get angry and do protests all you want where is that spirit coming from people who speak for Jehovah exercise kingdom authority they speak for Jehovah, therefore, have the backing of Jehovah when they speak. Nobody can take your life until he gives you okay. None of y'all are going anywhere until he says, your time is up. You say, well, how come they just lingering? They just suffering. There's some folks who want to die and can't. You know that? the only way out is suicide and then there's some folks who've tried that and couldn't say brother you're being mean no, i'm not being mean i'm just saying you, you better know who we dealing with here during the exile of israel in babylon the prophets were prophesying peace and goodwill to those who despise jehovah and were doing their own vanity and jeremiah spoke to it. he says thus said the lord of hosts hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesied see Jeremiah got thrown in the cistern. <laughs> Jeremiah got got treated like a, 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 a bad stepchild because he was trying to warn the people listen y'all was listening to these corrupt folks all these corrupt leaders and you wouldn't listen to the one who put them in charge or who they claimed their authority from and now look at where we are are you gonna still listen to these people if the people you listen to got to where you are and where you are is not a good place. Why are you still listening to those folks? So Jeremiah prophesies to him. He says, listen, they make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of Jehovah. They say still unto them that despise me. That's the father saying to Jeremiah, talk to him. These, these, these people are telling those people stuff and the ones who's doing the talking they got issues with me says jehovah but they're prophesying to my people i'm trying to get their attention instead of listening to me they're listening to them they say still unto them that despise me the lord has said you shall have peace and they say unto one they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart. No evil shall come upon you. This is the kind of stuff that's happening today, brothers and sisters. You got all these prophets prophesying and they're prophylying. And then when stuff don't happen, they're making excuses. And folks who wanna believe that nonsense they're spouting is making excuses for them. And keep on if you want to. Today many prophets prophesy after the imagination of their own hearts. They speak what they want to happen, or join in chorus with others who have said the Lord told them, and therefore say the Lord spoke to them also. What do you do when someone who speaks for Jehovah and claim to have the backing of Jehovah say Yehovah said and he has not said? Today, Many prophets prophesy after the imagination of their own hearts. They speak what they want to happen. That's what they do. Many of the people who were prophesying Donald Trump would defeat Joe Biden in this past election and be reelected for a consecutive second term, say specifically, God told them or showed them. They lied. They flat out lied. Now, I know some of y'all didn't want to hear that. They lied. They said he said, and if he had said it, it would have happened. It didn't happen. They lied. And then some who prophesied said they made a mistake. You did? So now what are we supposed to do, forgive you? And then just keep listening to you because you made that mistake well what's to say if you lied on God once how many chances do we give you many gullible people have since made excuses or tried to in some way justify the false prophecies still looking for something to happen in March or four years from now and refuse to concede they are false prophets they continue to mislead gullible religious people who choose to continue believing these false prophets who have lied on Jehovah. It's just plain and simple. If someone said God said and and what they said did not come to pass, what did they do? They lied. They misrepresented the Most High. If you acted on what they said, they misled you. What about if they apologize for doing it? Does that make it okay? They just demonstrated bad fruit. And if they demonstrated bad fruit, then you may be looking at a corrupt tree. Well, I got some more for you. If you ignore the fruit, that's your fault. You are liable to be misled again. To say God said something and he did not say it to people who believe and desire to obey him causes people to act, believing he has spoken. And that is a serious crime against Jehovah. It's not to be taken lightly. We have people who believed what they were being told, even to the point to where they took up arms and decided that they would insurrect and a lot of them are going to prison. Their families will be devastated because they believe the lies of prophets and people who said God said, and now they are convinced something has been stolen. Is God that dumb to let somebody steal an election if he's in it? Does he not have the power? The devil stole the election from God's chosen one really see if you believe that I'm not gonna try to sell you a bridge in China because I don't want the father coming after me for misrepresenting see and y'all can get mad at me you know I'm gonna tell you true prophets will tell you stuff you don't want to hear Not that I'm considering myself or calling myself a prophet, but I guarantee you this. If I say Father showed me or told me something, I'll stake my life on it, which is why I don't say it a lot. But when he does give it to me, I will speak it. And I'll face whatever giant or whatever monster who may not like what is being said. Why? Because when you represent him, he got you. So I know before somebody can get to me, they got to go through him. And if they get to me, he allowed it. So my my time must be up. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. The false prophets will be cast into the lake of fire, and those who follow the false prophets will be cast into the lake of fire with them. This is what Messiah said to John in Revelation. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles. These false prophets wrought miracles before him. Now, false prophets wrought miracles. If you go back into the day of Moses, as we've been going through in Moses, when Moses goes to Pharaoh's house, to the palace, Pharaoh's got some magicians and some sorcerers. Remember, Moses threw down a snake. I mean threw down a staff turned into a snake they threw down some staffs turned into some snakes who turned their their staffs into snakes jehovah no jehovah's staff ate them killed them they were no match and as we've gone through this moses do a miracle it's like I don't even understand why y'all doing some of these miracles because the miracle Moses is doing is wreaking destruction on you, and now you 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 doing what Moses did, which is bringing more destruction on you. Okay. I mean, it, it, it don't make sense. <laughs> why would you why would you make more flies come? He says. <clears throat> And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshiped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. Revelation 20.10, and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. See, false prophets will be misleading people all the way to the end. False prophets will be misleading people all the way. They've been misleading people and and lying, and people keep following them and sending them their money and supporting their causes. And that's misappropriating the resources that the Almighty has given you for the advancing of the kingdom. You're advancing some prophets' cause which you think is advancing the kingdom, but the actual fruit of itself, if you got eyes to see, will see that it's building a kingdom other than the kingdom that the Almighty came to establish. Why? Because his kingdom is to bring the truth, the true gospel of the kingdom to the world and to the nations. So how will you know them? By their fruit. The word fruit here is the fruit of the tree, but I want you to go jump down there to where I have it in bold, 2A. Their fruit is their work, their act, their deed. I'm going to put this in layman's term. You ever been talking to somebody and you knew they were lying? You knew they were lying? Could you prove it? You just knew they were lying. How do you know? They're lying. Because it's the tale, there's something that's giving them away. What's giving them away? Their fruit. Their 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 deed, even even their body language sometimes will tell you they lie. If somebody tell you they got a job, But they never go to work. Some ain't right with that picture, is it? People lie, folks. And people give themselves away. And sometimes when we've seen them lying, caught them in lies, they somehow convince us to believe them again. And we get lied to over and over. Pay attention. I, I was part of, 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 of churches that were big in prophecy and apostles and prophets. And these prophets would come through on a circuit. They would come through and they would prophesy and tell you what's going to happen. And some of them give you dates and times. And those dates and times go by and the stuff didn't happen. And then they come back next year. And prophesy some more, and then they have prophecy schools and schools of the prophets, and teach you how to prophesy. And that's not to say all of them are wrong, because there's some there's some people out there that are genuinely called. But how do you distinguish those who are genuinely called from those who are not? Or do it? Or is it because somebody say they're a prophet? You just automatically. You better test the spirits, brothers and sisters. This is what Yeshua is saying. He says, listen, when Yeshua comes, John, when when Yeshua starts teaching, the last prophet John is is in prison. So here here here's the people's options, the choices, the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes that they've had, and this 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 new teacher. <laughs> Now you got to put yourself in that in the, in that place, otherwise you won't get what I'm saying. They got synagogues that's been around for for years, hundreds of years possibly. They've got Pharisees, Sadducees. the the, the temple is 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 operational. Folks are coming and going, and and they got all of this going on. And here come this this guy. Claiming to be somebody. The Pharisees and the Sadducees say, hey, you know, he's a newcomer, he ain't no threat to us. We got an, we got, we established. People scared of us. But what they don't know is that Messiah is a force to be reckoned with. And then he commissioned apostles that were a force to be reckoned with. And how many of you know He's still doing that today. Some people think I got y'all brainwashed. They do. They say, you, you're in a cult, that Arthur Bailey is a cult leader. Look at him, he don't even look Messianic. <laughs> Yeshua sure didn't look Messianic either. Not by the messianic standards of the day. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. Now it gets, it, he's about to, uh, pay, pay attention to verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord. And what are they going to say? We prophesied in your name. And in your name we cast out devils. And in your name done many wonderful works. And and this is what they're going to come and say to him. Cuz some of these people are convinced that they're doing his work. They're convinced that they're doing it, his work. Do you know now I don't know about you. But I can tell you about me. In my former life I told a lie so many times I start believing it. You know you can tell you can lie to yourself over and, and then don't let other people come in and reinforce that lie, because now you start believing the lie. It took the Almighty Himself to confront me with the lies that I told and said, "No, you need to come clean." you need to come clean. You can't serve me in darkness. You can't serve me lying to folks. And you can't take that to your grave because if you take it to your grave, guess how you die? You die a liar. And liars will not inherit the kingdom. So you gotta come clean. You're gonna to have to come out of the darkness in every area of your life into the light, and by doing that, you expose yourself. He said, These individuals, they're gonna to come to me and they're gonna they're gonna be saying because they believed they were doing the will. Well, what about you, brother? <laughs> well, if you examine yourself and allow other people to examine you. Because people are examining you and they'll tell you about yourself. Especially if you got a wife or a husband or children or brothers or sisters. They'll tell you. And you gotta just literally ignore folks because you're convincing yourself. You're convincing yourself. And we've been convinced what, what happened to make you transition from Sunday to Sabbath? And then how long did that process take you? How, how long did you defend the doctrines that you've been taught before you stopped defending those doctrines? You had to acknowledge that those doctrines were false but they weren't false when you were walking in them they weren't false when you were living them they weren't false when you were telling other people about them they weren't false to you because you were convinced in it until he by whatever means made it known to you that hey You've been walking in darkness, but you thought you was walking in the light. So what you going to do now? You're going to still walk in darkness or you're going to come into the light for real in this area? And then he goes to another area and then to another area and to another area because we got so much darkness in us. That he's constantly having to expose us until we get to a point to where you say, you know, father, search me because you see stuff I can't see and I don't want it to blindside me. Because here's the way the enemy works. The enemy works, the way he he will, he will reinforce your darkness till you get to a plateau. And then he snatched the rug right from under you. And you look like a fool. He liked making people look like a fool. Time my day failed. No, they didn't fall. Devil snatched the rug from under them. Exposed them. Because see, every time he gets to expose one of those folks who have gotten to that plateau, you know what it does? It makes all the people who are considering giving their heart to Messiah reconsider. Every time a man or woman of the Almighty who claim to be of the Almighty fall, how do a man who is filled with the Holy Spirit fall? How do a woman fall? The Bible tells us that if we add to our faith these things, we will never fall. So they must not be adding to their faith. You got people who think that they are they are strong, even though they know they're in darkness. I was just watching. Oh man! Several years ago, I was I was in in um Florida. Some of you, I was at a a. a Bill Hammond's ministry, the, 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 the apostle and prophet. And, and that was, this, there was this, this prophet who came through. Because I, I was at this conference, I was going through the school of the spirit. <laughs> I was learning how to prophesy. Yes, I was, from, from the father of the prophets. Sure enough and 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 at the time i had a vision issue i was i was my, my vision was blurred i'd gone to the eye doctor and they prescribed for me glasses it says when you read you got to read and and i had this little fold-up bible that had from from the from uh genesis all the way to revelation about that big about that thick that I used to put in my pocket, so you can imagine how small those words were. I I had my glasses with me, and, and, and when I opened the Bible, I had to read with the glasses. This minister called out vision issues, and I was one of the first to my feet. That day, my vision was healed. I pulled out my Bible, That little Bible, I opened it up and I could read it without them glasses. Now I'm just coming to find out that prophet is in a scandal. Wife filing for divorce. It's like, how can these things happen? Somebody who's operating in all this power and I'm, I'm watching watching the guy a few weeks ago and, and folks are testifying and, and I'm, I would be one of those people who would testify, I got healed through the ministry of that person. And to this day, I can read. And now the stuff that is coming out it is it is it is I'm holding on to my healing. <laughs> I ain't letting go of nothing. he may have been a false prophet, but I got my healing from it. Hallelujah but he didn't heal me. he did just just work see Father will use any and everything especially. You know, anybody who, who will call on his name and use his name, Father will work with that. But then he says, listen, they're going to come to me saying, Lord, Lord, didn't I prophesy in your name? And then we do many mighty works in your name. And, and he's going to say, I don't know you. How could they be doing this stuff in his name and not have relationship with him? We're going to see here. The works here, he says, he says, did not we do many wonderful works? Look at the word works, it's dunamis. Now, this is another power, aside from authority, authority and power. This is dunamis. Dunamis is this dynamic miracle working power that we receive when we receive the Holy Spirit. He's saying that they're going to come to me saying we operated in dunamis, miraculous healing power. And and he, he says, then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. I never knew you depart from me. You that work iniquity. Now this word iniquity brothers and sisters is the condition of without law because ignorant of it, because of violating it contempt and violation of law. Can I tell you that the majority of the churches is contemptible toward the law? but they love Jesus. And they're doing miracles and people are getting healed. Big churches, lots of folks looking to their leadership and they're teaching people that Jesus is God. He's the father, son, and the Holy Spirit. There's none greater than him. And they refuse to accept the fact that Messiah himself said he was sent by his father to represent his father who is in heaven and told us to pray our father who are in heaven. Hallowed be your name. And then they get caught up in semantics and explanations whether or not, you know, a an egg whether it's boiled or whether it's fried or whether it's you know over easy it's still a egg trying to explain the trinity trying to explain a lot of these doctrines and teachings which is like why am i trying to explain something that ain't even in the bible Catholics come up with the trinity and folks want to argue about the trinity it's like really where's the trinity at in the bible show it to me can't find it and then they want to talk about the rapture and the amillennial and the premillennial and the Postmillennial, and whether or not this or that or this and, and it's just it, it goes on and on it's like why are you all getting so caught up and all those things that take up a lot of explanation that you really can't prove and ignoring all the stuff that is right here in front of you. Iniquity is lawlessness. He says, depart from you who work iniquity. Depart from me, those of you who refuse or who has contempt for the law. See, here's the problem when you don't recognize that you live in two kingdoms. See, if you, if you only operate based on the fact that you are a citizen of this country, then you have limited yourself to a kingdom of this world. How many of you know the United States of America is just one of the kingdoms of this world? You live outside of America, there are other kingdoms. And the people in those kingdoms see their kingdom as the greatest kingdom. And then you got kingdoms that are warring against each other to become great kingdoms. And then you got first world countries and second world countries and third world countries. And it's like all these nonsensical arguments because people are trying to show some kind of an allegiance and identify itself as a citizen of that kingdom. And the more you connect to that kingdom, The more you are unaware of the kingdom that you're supposed to be connected to. Yeshua came to bring the kingdom of heaven. That kingdom comes in us and then we enter into it. And once we enter into that kingdom, there is kingdom rule, kingdom law a king who make the rules and who make the law and who govern and will ultimately judge according to the rules and laws he made so that's one aspect of our lives so in this kingdom we become concerned about the governor and the mayor and the politicians that we elect but how many of you know they have no authority in this kingdom? And if you don't recognize, you'll ignore the king claiming to be saved. How can you claim to be saved, believe in, in, in God, Yehovah, whatever you, the Lord, whatever you call him, and disregard the laws he made to govern? You got people who will tell you, well, our, our laws came from the Bible. And what, what God did is he established this country and then gave these individuals these laws to govern us by. So by being governed by these laws, we're in right standing with him. Really? Really? You, you really believe that? Well, how come these people are establishing laws that we know is contrary? Every 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 election cycle, people get on the abortion issue. That's a murder. Well, how many of you know this whole idea of murder comes from the Torah? And yet, the laws of this nation allow abortion clinics to be all over the place. And the government give monies to these clinics and to these places. And you got people trying to shut them down. I mean, even though these same governments are allowing man to marry man, coming up with laws to where boys and girls can go in the same bathroom, to where you can become whatever you identify with. Somebody just, just posted, you got a, a man who transitioned into being a woman who marries a woman who transitioned into being a man or a man who, trans. one of them, because it's confusing. And the man gets pregnant by the woman because the man is a woman and the woman is a man. these are the laws of men that govern this world they don't govern that kingdom and if you're going to be a part of that kingdom then you can't accept this nonsense that's the world let me tell you something brothers and sisters please get this the world will be the world like forrest gump would say stupid do stupid Stupid is what stupid does. That's what it is. You got a lot of stupidity and a lot of people claiming to be smart, don't even realize they're working against the most high in their wisdom. Let me finish this, because y'all looking at me like, brother, bring this to a close. Iniquity is lawlessness, to be without law or to transgress the law. Lawlessness is sin, 1 John 3, 4, whosoever committed sin transgresses also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. No one can walk in or operate in true kingdom authority and reject the law of the king of the kingdom. Teachers or prophets who prophesy in the name of Jehovah and reject the law of, the, of Jehovah are false prophets. Prophets who prophesy or prophecy, prophets who prophecy have come to pass and they tell you that you do not have to keep the commandments of Jehovah are false prophets. Why? Because people are looking at prophecies. There's been a lot of prophets who have come and gone. And now folks are saying, you know, this prophet prophesied that 30 years ago. And they may have. And now, you know, they wanna resurrect these old, you know, prophecies that people prophesied because, you know, there's a semblance of them coming to pass. What if a prophet prophesies something and it comes to pass and then they tell you, you don't have to keep the law. You see, Deuteronomy 13, one, if there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and give it thee a sign or a wonder and the sign or wonder come to pass where have they spoken to thee and then saying, let us go after other gods, which thou hast known and let us serve them thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For Jehovah, your God, proveth you to know whether you love Jehovah, your, your Elohim with all your heart and with all your soul. What is he saying? I'll send, people, I'll send people in the midst of you and they'll prophesy some things to you and it'll come to pass and then they'll tell you to do something that I'm not telling them to do and you'll listen to them and ignore my word. I just tested you. You're following the prophet. You're not following me. And there are people who are following the prophets, following the teachers, following the apostles, following the denominations, and they're not following the Most High. But they think that because they're following them, they're following him. What happens when the pastor tells you you don't have to keep the Sabbath? What happens when the pastor says those laws are not for us anymore? And you believe them. Who are you listening to? Them. But they're representing him but you got his word to represent him. So anybody says something that's contrary to his word, which one do you believe? Because that shows you who you follow. 1 John 2, 3, and hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whosoever keepeth his word, 1 John 2, 5, verily is the love of Elohim perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. So if I follow Messiah, I know Messiah kept the commandments. I know Messiah kept the Sabbath. I know Messiah kept the feast. I know Messiah ate clean. I know he lived his way in a way that was was, was pleasing to the Almighty, and he is my example. So, what does John say? If you say you, you abide in him, then you ought to walk like he walked. By this we know that we love, 1 John 5, 2, that we love the children of Elohim when we love Elohim and keep his commandments. For this is the love of Elohim, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. Any apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher who teach you do not have to keep the commandments of Jehovah are leading you away from Jehovah to follow some other deity. Deuteronomy 13, 4, you shall walk after Jehovah your Elohim and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and you shall serve him and cleave unto him. Well, that's Old Testament, brother. Is, is 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 that a different Elohim than the one we claim to serve today? Did he change? Deuteronomy thirteen five, and that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death, because he has spoken to turn you away from Jehovah your Elohim, which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage, to thrust thee out of the way which Jehovah thy Elohim or jehovah thy god commanded thee to walk in so shalt thou put the evil away from the midst of thee now because we live in two kingdoms see when father established the kingdom of israel the kingdom of israel was governed by these commandments but in order for them to put somebody to death they had to have a trial and the trial in order for the death penalty required two or more witnesses so they just couldn't kill them but we live we live in the kingdom of men the kingdom of Elohim is in us so if a prophet prophesies and he lies I don't have the authority to kill him. even if I got a Sanhedrin or a group of individuals I still don't that's murder the government would try me as a murderer so how do I how do I deal with that I, I get away from them That's how I deal with it. And I warn people. Kingdom authority operates in obedience to the king. Therefore, whosoever doeth, hear these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that hear these sayings of mine and doeth them shall not and, and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. So what is he saying? If you're going to operate in kingdom authority, you're going to do what he says. That's wisdom. If you hear these things and you don't do them, that's a foolish man. Your house will not stand. When the rain comes and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So Yeshua taught with authority, and his teachings were straight from the kingdom. This is what they said. And it came to pass when Yeshua had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. Why? For he taught them as one having authority, not as the scribes. You see that? It's like they, they were able to make a diff, a distinction between what he was teaching and what they had been taught. Now, he just spent all this time teaching them. and it said, And they sit, sat there. They sat there. I wonder sometimes people who have issues with me, they show up each week. It's like, why y'all showing up? I see you online. They, they they show up online. Now they done left me. They done talked about me. Stopped supporting us. And then they show up week after week after week. We get the analytics. It's Like, why do people keep coming and they don't like me? They trying to find something wrong. And then some people got to find something wrong before they can leave. If you don't want to be here, go. You don't have to find a fault. If this is not where you're supposed to be, then be gone. But if this is where you're supposed to be, you better settle down because Father's trying to get you somewhere. And he's using me to do it and he's using you to help me do it. So we ain't got to I don't have no beef with you because I'm going to do my job, whether you do yours or not. Yeshua sure did his? He says, listen, if you hear what I'm saying and you put them into practice, you will show and demonstrate you are a wise person. But if you don't, you show and demonstrate you are a fool. And so when I'm dealing with people who hear these words and they're not putting them into practice and I'm dealing with them, then I know what I'm working with. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to determine whether or not you're working with a wise person or a foolish person. If you're using the right measurement, if you're using the right judgment, it is obvious. And some of y'all have been trying to teach wisdom to fools. And I would say to you, stop dealing with the fools and look for the people who are gonna take what you say and do something with it. Invest your energy, invest your time with folks who are listening, not folks who just wanna argue for the sake of argument and they're gonna do what they're gonna do anyway. Time is short brothers and sisters and I don't have time for fools. Anybody who wants to learn, anybody who wants to listen, anybody who wants to do what what is written, then brother, sister, I'm all yours. What I got, you got. But I refuse to cast my pearls among swine. Any longer. I'm not giving that which is holy to dogs. So I'm not arguing with you. I'm not coming on your Facebook posts. I'm not setting myself up for some back and forth internet argument. I ain't got time for that. Hello. Yeshua was and is the only teacher authorized by Jehovah and authorized to commission other others. He declared all authority in heaven and earth. Matthew 28, 18. And Yeshua came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. What is that? Authority. He has all authority. All authority. The devil has no authority. I ain't scared of no devil. And neither should you be. Oh, brother, don't say that. No, I said it. I know what the devil I know where the devil is, and I'm gonna keep him there. And anybody, you better know who the devil use in your life. Keep them keep 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 your distance bro I know you are you with me ladies don't let these shysters fool you brothers don't get caught up don't get caught up because some of these once you get entangled you you entangled it's a lot easier not to get entangled than to try to get untangled once you get entangled because even when you do get entangled, you taking some entanglement with you. You will never be the same once you get entangled, even if you get away from it. Your mind will be warped and messed up. And now you got you, you to gotta come to somebody like me so I can get you cleaned up. Wash all that filth off you. Cut them, cut them cords. You hear me? You need folks like me in your life. We need each other. Hallelujah. So he says, now, our commission, go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name. Now, I just jumped way ahead because I'm trying to help you. When you operate in kingdom authority, now, now, you know, I just preached hard. And the closest I came to cussing was a rip. But y'all got what I said. Why am I saying this? Because you got some preachers out there and some prophets out there who are cussing preachers and prophets. And they want to convince you that cussing is not a sin because it's not cursing. They want to use language and, and then you got some polygamous prophets out there. You got people who want to use the word in order to get their own desires in their heart fulfilled. I heard somebody say one time that, uh, how did they put it? I can do all things with the scripture out of context. (laughs) I said, oh man, uh, I get you. Do all things in Christ with the scripture out of context. So finally, (laughs) what kingdom authority is again. Kingdom authority can only be given by the king of the kingdom. Kingdom authority is given to represent the king and his kingdom. Kingdom authority is for advancing the king's agenda. Kingdom authority obeys the king. Kingdom authority is not given for advancing one's own agenda. Kingdom authority is not given for advancing one's own ministry. Usurpers try to use kingdom authority for their own purpose and ministry to exercise authority over other people. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You can find more inspirational teachings and download our free eBooks on our ministry website at Ministries.com. Please follow us on Facebook at House of Israel Arthur Bailey Ministries. On Instagram at Apostle Arthur Bailey, on Twitter at Apostle Bailey, and you can subscribe to our YouTube page at Apostle Arthur Bailey One. If you're in the Charlotte area, please come and fellowship with us. We'll do our best to make you feel right at home. Our address is on our website at the About link under Contact Us. Again, thank you for joining us, and until next time, Shalom Saints.